The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and contents available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. I'm just about that action, boss. Uh, yes, welcome in to the NFL Game Podcast Network. Once again, a full house. He's Ryan McIntyre. He's Justin Mark. And I, of course, am Rod Gomez. We are here today. Hello, everybody. We tried We tried messing around with the, the order of, of preference here as far as what's going on. But we figured that it would be too much of a shock to you guys to change it around. So we're keeping it this way. You're welcome. Uh, but anyways, we are here to break down for you. We want to talk about some uh, quarterbacks today. We're going to talk about some quarterback futures. We already talked a little bit about the over-unders on passing yardage as far as uh, when we did our power rankings for quarterbacks. But we'll take a look at them a little bit if they've changed what we think is a trap because we are talking about that earlier. And then we'll look at some TDs and interceptions, um, some touchdowns and interceptions. I know TDs makes everybody giggle like a little kid. But uh, yes, we will talk about those as well. So Ryan... Uh, look at tr- training camps have begun, right? I mean, we're, we're now in it. We're in the thick of it now. Training camp is underway. And I think I just sobered up, uh, this morning from, uh, Dan Snyder officially being the hell out of Washington. So yeah, fired up. And you know what? We're not holding out like the running back. So we're talking passing, uh, TDs, as you say, and INTs. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm anxious to hear your guys' thoughts on, Something that really, really stood out to me. Um, I know we'll jump into it, so I'm not even going to say what it is yet. But um, hi, guys. Good to see you again. <laughs> hi, Justin. <laughs> Justin had a busy weekend. Justin got a chance to meet my uh, my co-host with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Cody Zeeb. Shared some whiskey and some old fashions. I, for one, Justin, am completely jealous, and I cannot wait for the day for us to be able to tip back an old-fashioned or six. If it uh, helps you any, we said many, 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 many good things about you. We were singing your praises about how Rod is just the the greatest, great guy, great podcast host. We said it many times. So, well, your Venmo accounts will reflect uh, my gratitude. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's not what you guys texted me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that actually is what I believe. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so listen, we uh, there's really not a whole lot of actual change in the quarter. There's no real news in the quarterback other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been patient uh, lately in New New York. But honestly, you have to be patient in New York if you're a New York Jet, uh, especially when you're taking over that offense. So I don't know if that's any news to to have. But um, is there anything that you guys saw in the quarterback market as far as news is concerned that you you want to bring to the table before we start breaking down some of these uh, these odds? Everybody seems to really like Kirk Cousins now because he was on the quarterbacks. He all of a sudden went from everybody making fun of him to like, hey, you know what? This guy isn't half bad. He seems like a nice guy. He's been a nice guy for all these years. But me being a Redskins fan, I mean, I've always liked Kirk. He's a, he's a goofy, goofy dad. That's the best way to describe him. Uh, and then everybody's hopping on Dak Prescott. He guarantees he will be under 10 interceptions. 
stay tuned to see uh, which side we're on. I can te- let you know which one I'm on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree on the Kirk Cousins thing. Uh, kind of said that on the fantasy football show. Like he gets a lot of a lot of guff, but I, I like him. He's kind of this goofy, quirky guy. Uh, the only other thing I have to say is how much of a dick do you have to be for the big headline to be that, hey, I'm being patient. <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those things where I know that his reputation is as a person who doesn't like rookies, who doesn't like people who can't necessarily play to his level. But at the same time, you left Green Bay, right? Your established entity to go to the Jets that is a gigantic work in progress. I mean, I don't know what else you can be other than patient at that point, right? It's just doesn't make any sense for them to be praising his patience. Like, Ooh, Aaron Rodgers didn't yell at that guy. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like when happy Gilmore, right? When they're trying to tame happy Gilmore and he swings and misses and, and he's about to start cursing out the ball and he looks over at his publicist and the publicist is like, don't do it. She's like, oh, okay. That. <laughs> That's what, that's what's happening in, in New York right now. Like Aaron Rodgers wants to yell and they're looking at him like, don't do it. He's like, okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah no he can't play he can't play in the packers anymore so he's, he's 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 moved on to bigger and better things bigger apple it i mean i'm tired of hearing about the jets i'm not gonna lie like it's it, every time you turn on the tv it's new york jets this new york jets that a lot of hype man and usually those are the teams i like to fade so we'll, we'll see as we lead up to a uh, week one too much hype for my taste i thought i was yeah. tired of hearing about rogers at the packers tired of hearing about him at the Jets too um shout out to the chat we'll go away (laughs) right shout out to the chat Nick Fortune had some whiskey with him this weekend as he came over to help uh help put a new window in the house um but yeah let's fucking go he says Nick thanks for the chat and if you're listening on Spotify Apple whatever you do make sure you join us on YouTube ask your questions and see our uh, I won't say pretty faces see our faces Ain't nobody, ain't nobody saying that my pretty face is a pretty face. I mean, even my wife sometimes is like, "Hey, uh, I'm glad I'm married you," and I'm like, "I'm glad you married me too." Uh, all right, we'll start talking over some of these, uh, but let's tell you first about our Patreon. We've got a brand new Patreon, gents. Did you know we are now part of the Patreon world? It's uh, fantastic. You guys out there will benefit from being a part of our Patreon world too, and do your part. In the war against corporate gambling sign up for the sgp patreon you're going to get tons of exclusive content content and merch just for you our patrons i don't know maybe there'll be a sgpn calendar with all of us out there in i don't know whatever maybe okay fine now you don't want to sign up for the patreon and that's fine i get it but a monthly sgp on patreon uh, subscription is going to get you sgp stories you get a podcast and an ad-free uncensored show highlights for the best stories from decades of being DGENs. You even get an exclusive Discord channel just for you, the patrons. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support the SGPN. You want to sign up for that right now and get the men of SGPN calendars. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. I apologize, Sean and Ryan. I just cost you about 15 to 20 subscriptions just right there by uh, implying that we were going to have. I think it's a a hell of a 
hell of an idea. I mean, let's do it. <laughs> the real men of DGen calendar. <laughs> yes. What month would you be, what month would you be if you were? Uh, that's a good question. Probably March. Ah, oh, that's my birth month. Good job. Justin, what yeah. about you? Oh, it's got to be December with all the snow, but I'll be in like an Iowa Hawkeye tank top with the farmer tan. Uh, I'll be October, so that way I can be in full costume and nobody knows who I am. So, (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's dive into this quarterback market before we scare away the entire Patreon potential client base. Uh, Look, so we like I said, we talked a lot about the over unders on passing yards when we talked about our power rankings, but. as we look through them again, uh, it just we have to we have to take into account that now we're a few of these in there, and uh, uh, we're a few weeks closer to the season. Let's just start at the top with Patrick Mahomes. Let's let's start with the guy at the very top. His passing yardage at forty eight hundred and a half. So when we talk about that, that's that's a hefty number right there. That that seems that seems insane. But I think we talked about it on our on our. Uh, pick show has has anything changed for you in this are we still are we still on Patrick Mahomes I think I I uh, I took the angle that I was staying away from Mahomes just because he had such a historical year last year and it seemed like everything went right for Kansas City I get that he's the best quarterback in the game but something reeks there that that number is as low as it is when he went for over 50 5200 yards last year I probably would lean under Maybe I don't know. There's something not right there where the books are telling us something. So I'll lean to the under it reeks. I I don't get it. There there is it is fishy. I agree. Yeah. But I mean, he's the top passer at plus three hundred right now. That should be even money at, at the best. I feel like he went over five hundred yards uh, over the second highest passer in Justin Herbert last year. Why are we getting plus 300? It doesn't make any sense. What do the books know that we don't? Um, are you telling me losing Juju Smith-Schuster was that big of a setback? Like, I don't I don't get this number at all, especially when he exceeded it so well last year. He's the top passer he has been. I, I just don't understand it. Something is I, funky. I don't think 450-some-odd yards is what Juju Smith-Schuster missing him is at all. So <laughs> No. Uh, I'm still you, taking you, the over though, because the over is the over is at minus 105. It is the least juiced of the sides. Like the under is at minus 115. Again, more juice than the over. I don't get it. You know what it could be, honestly, and I hadn't even really thought about this angle, and I probably should have since he's my offensive coordinator now. Maybe the loss of Eric Bieniemy is a bigger deal than people are making it out to be. I know the narrative that Andy Reid calls the plays in. I think we all agree that it is true that. It is Andy Reid's offense and his creativity, but maybe the loss of Bienemy, they take a slight step back. Although Nagy's calling plays again, and, and uh, they they were good offensively when Nagy was there too. So I guess that would be the angle losing Bienemy a slight step back with uh, the former Chicago Bears uh, head coach calling plays now. That's a that's the. I know that's the real deal. They're like, eh, Chicago probably ruined Nagy. He forgot how to pass <laughs> the ball, so. <laughs> Um, I I just don't get it. Yeah. But then let's make, let's go to a market that kind of does make a little more sense. And that's his passing touchdown mark 36 and a half. The number set at it's minus minus one ten either way. So really it's just a pick them for the books and for you. He's surpassed this mark in four out of the last five seasons. He had 50 in 2018. 
30, well, 26 in 2019, uh, 38 in 2020, 37 in 2021, and 41 last season. So I think, I think, I don't know. I mean, like I said, last season it was 41. So he'd have to drop what, five, five touchdowns? So does Juju Smith Schuster cost him five touchdowns? I, I don't know. What do you think? I probably would lean to the over on this one. Maybe under on the passing yards, over on the touchdowns. He's still got Travis Kelsey, and that's as long as that big horse is still there in the middle of the field. Nobody can guard him. Nobody can guard him with two guys, yet alone one. Uh, I'll go over on his passing touchdowns. Yeah, so in 2021, Patrick Mahomes had a great year, and then Tyreek Hill leaves, goes to the Dolphins, and I thought anyways, I don't know about you guys, but I thought – Mahomes is going to take a step back because he doesn't have Hill there. So why would I think that losing Juju would cause him to take a step back if losing Hill didn't? This is another one that, I mean, the over seems obvious. He's the uh, plus 275 to have the most passing touchdowns. Another number that makes no sense to me. He should be leading that um, by more than, I mean, he should be even money again. I don't know. It's it's Mahomes versus everybody else on these, aren't? isn't it not? Oh, of course. And, and the yeah. books, I, I don't know if the books just didn't want to make it too chalky I, I, or maybe they just didn't, or they want to take everybody's money now and then hope <laughs> that it, you know, something pans out. I, who knows at this point, but I, I think you're right. You got to pounce on the over on this one. It just seems too much of a, of a good deal for you, especially given the fact that, like I said, it's not juiced nearly as much as it probably should be. So, um, all right. His interception total is set at 11 and a half. Minus 120 for the over, plus 100, so pretty much even money for the under. He has done, let's see, 12 interceptions in 2018, 5 in 2019, 6 in 2020, 13 in 2021, 12 last year. So been over this mark three out of five seasons. I don't know, though. It He doesn't, I mean, he throws a lot of interceptions, obviously. That's that's still, 13 is quite a lot of interceptions, in my opinion. That's That's way too many, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, this number eleven and a half seems right where it should be, and I don't know if I'm going to bet either way. Yeah, and and I thought when he had five and six, he kind of had a horseshoe up his ass. Like as great as he is, he takes a lot of chances, and he would throw it into like triple coverage, and somehow all three guys would run into each other, and it would be a drop. Like he avoided a lot, and I think that that's why there was a jump, and it doubled up the last two years from 2019 and 2022. 13 and 12 the last two years. I think it settles in probably around nine or 10 this year. So I'll go under for Mahomes' interceptions. He's getting older, more mature. <laughs> like, like he needs to get any better, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as good as he is, you, you watch him sometimes and think you're trying way too hard. I mean, the way he's, he's getting spun around by guys and then he just flings it. And it's like, yeah. just take the sack, move on, man. He um, never takes a sack. You're right. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. He just flings it thinking that he can get out of it. So that might be something that they, he does kind of correct this year. Like you said, more mature. Um, but I agree with you, Rod. I'm staying away from this one. It's, it's just too close to right on the mark. Cause that 10 to 12 mark seems like exactly where he's going to land. So at 11 and a half, I'm staying away from this one. So, and that's the thing too, when you're as good as he is, and we'll get off of him here in a second, because obviously it's, it's kind of easy to break down Patrick Mahomes. That's not, that's not a challenge, but when you're a guy like him who has the raw talent to be able to do basically anything he wants, right? That's, that's when you start feeling superhuman. That's when you start 
pressing plays and thinking that whatever I do is going to work out. And listen, a lot of that, a lot of it is self-fulfilling because a lot of times it does work out. But again, you run the risk of having those, those not work out for you. And that's where the 13 interceptions comes in. The 12 interceptions come in. Now, listen, it's not, it's not to the extent of like 15 to 20 or, you know, more, but for a guy like that, you should not be throwing 13 interceptions. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, I'm surprised that he's had 25 combined the last two years, but, but at the same time, I'm not because I thought those two years prior to that, he should have had more. So it's it's funny how uh, football has a way of evening out over a long uh, sample size. It does the great equalizer as it were. Um, All right, let's turn our attention over to Jalen hurts. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about hurts next. And, uh, we talked a lot about Hertz as, as far as being like more passing, right? We didn't we say that the the Eagles were going to try to pass a little more this year, so it kind of makes our uh, it makes our expectations of them a little better. Uh, Jalen Hurts sits right now at uh, thirty seven hundred and a half as his passing yards total. The over under both at minus one ten. So take it what you will. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, last year he had. Uh, what was it? Thir- 3,701 yards. So literally exactly this line. So the books were just like, okay, we're going to take what he took last year and give him a, give him a half a yard on it. So uh, are we still there with them? Do we think that he can get to uh, that number the year before he was at 3144? Obviously we know that that was not his big year, but yeah. What, what about Jalen hurts? Uh, I I'm with Nick fortune in the chat. I'm on the under, I think a lot of it has to do with kind of like Lamar, I can't trust him to play all 17 games. He hasn't done it yet. He's missed two games in each of his first three years. Now, I know that that's that's not that many, but we have seen a tendency with these guys that take a hit after hit. It starts uh, being a cumulative effect, whether it's Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he's going to get hurt, but the, I would predict that he does not play all 17 games. And with that said, I'll be on the under for Jalen Hurts in his season last year where it felt like everything went right for Philly. I know um, any Commander fans that are here aren't going to like to hear this, but I'm going to take the over. Um, But here's why. I think losing Miles Sanders is a bigger deal than they probably realize or most people recognize. Um, I don't trust DeAndre Swift in their backfield to stay healthy. So I think they're going to have to rely on the pass more. I think they're going to be down a little bit more. The defense, while we've, we've all said it's still going to be really good, I think changing defensive coordinators, getting some younger guys in there, they're going to have to – that offense is going to have to try just a little bit harder in games to make sure they win, and I think that's going to equal more passing. So I'm going to take the over on this one. I'll tell you my thoughts, but I want to tell you first about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner. Underdog picks is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets just like yours, plus plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests and, as we found out, NASCAR pick'em contests. And, of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $1 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. So 3,700 yards seems like a lot. And I I say that because obviously it was his peak. And I I understand that he's going to have to throw a little more. But I also know that the 
there's been a lot more tape on him now. And I feel like teams and defenses, especially in the NFC are taking note and no tendencies like this is, this is, they've had a whole other year now to, to build tendencies on, on uh, Jalen hurts. So I think they're going to be a little more apt to want to get after it. Um, but I, I do agree with you, Justin, in that, you know, losing miles Sanders is huge for him because he had the opportunity to hand the ball off to a guy that would get him three, four yards of carry doesn't have that now now either he runs or he passes and so you know to me i feel like this number is set pretty much dead on so i don't know if i want to take it and if i do i may even just lean under but slightly i think he's closer to 3500 maybe i think that might be the the where he's at by the end of the season so frustrating as it is for eagles fans that's where i'm at so let's uh let's take a look at his his touchdown totals Jalen Hurts is at 22 and a half. Last year, he threw 22. Honestly, books, what are you doing? You're, you're yeah. literally just giving his last year's total and giving us a hook. So, um, yeah, so he's thrown 22. He threw 16 and six in his career up until then. So, again, this is a number from last year. Does he hit it again? Uh, another under for me. I, I think it kind of splits the difference closer to 2021 and 2022. I think he's around 19 or 20. Um, I like to fade guys off career years. That's just that's just how I approach things. Um, so I, I think they usually take a slight step back. So I'm on the under 22 and a half for uh, Mr. Hertz touchdowns. People see me twitching over here. There's a gnat in my face. It keeps landing on me. <laughs> it wants your whiskey, Justin. It wants your whiskey. Probably. Um, I, again, I, th- I think Hertz found the secret to unlocking his potential last year, and I think he's going to keep going better. So I'm going to have to go with the over on this one. And just for, for the record here, um, Hertz does not have very good odds to lead in passing touchdowns he's at plus 2800 it looks like so not a lot of faith that he'll surpass Patrick Mahomes of course but it's one of those interesting things how you know we looked at Mahomes numbers and they expect him to go down they expect Hertz obviously to stay right right at the same and who's coming up with these I don't know not (laughs) us that's for sure but really again that's that's the issue with this too it's like for Jalen Hurts they took his year and just said okay well can he do it again really is what they're daring you to, to, to speculate on is whether or not he can do it again. So if you do, obviously you take the overs. And if you don't, then you take the unders. So I know where you guys stand, but me, I just, I don't know that I want to touch any sort of Jalen Hurts bets because I don't want to make that decision. Like that's, that's one that I'm okay. Not, not making, like I can leave the Jalen Hurts stuff behind. And, and if he hits over, so be it. Like if he hits under, all right. Well, I guess I didn't play him then, so I'm not I'm not too worried about that. So um, interceptions, Jalen Hurts set at eight and a half. His total minus one ten on either end of this. Last year he threw six. The year before that he threw nine. And then the year before that he threw four. Obviously not huge sample sizes for Jalen Hurts, but um, this one at least they put a little thought into. They kind of split the difference between nine and six. So yeah, uh, yeah. Is this an over under for you? This is kind of a stay away for me as well. I, it's kind of. I think he's going to be around seven or eight. Probably would lean under just, just because it seems like those guys are so wide open in that offense. So I probably would go under um, Jalen Hurts. He seems to always tuck and run when there's when uh, when guys are covered down the field. He doesn't take that many chances. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. He's not like Mahomes where he's going to just wing it out there. He's either taking a sack or he's going to take off running. So you want to lean under, but it's set pretty low as well, especially for me who feels he's going to be passing more this year. So um, personally, I'm not going to take that bet either way. Yeah, and again, this is all of Jalen Hurts is a stay away from me. But if I were to lean, I'd probably lean under because of exactly what you guys said. And and really, again, that's when your first instinct is to tuck and run rather than try to force a throw. You're going to throw less interceptions. And we've seen that with him already. And we see that his instinct is to take care of that ball, regardless of what happens. He's not going to take chances, even though A.J. Brown is a guy that you can take chances with. He doesn't do it very often. So um, good on him for that as well. Uh, all right. Shall we turn our attention to Mr. Joe Burrow? Uh, Joe Burrow in his passing yards this season is I'm sorry. I'm keep clicking around on this one. Joe Burrow is set at 44, 25 and a half over under at minus 110 on either side of that. Joe Burrow last season through 4,475 yards. So uh, this is a relatively uh, low number, I suppose, as, as far as the Mahomes side of it goes. Like, he threw it for a major amount of yards, and the books say he's not going to do it again. So do we believe that Mahomes, or that uh, <laughs> Mahomes, everybody's Mahomes now. Do we believe that Burrow can get back to the, the pinnacle of, of his career? Uh, I do, because he went over that, um, over that number, and he had one less game because of the DeMar Hamlet situation. So he's gone over that number in each of the last two years, and he's only played 16 games. I don't see this uh, Cincinnati offense slowing down anytime soon with uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins on the outside. They've improved their offensive line. They've invested even more into it. I really – I like the Bengals once again this year, and I like Joe Burrow a lot again. And, and what did they lose? I mean, Hayden Nothing. Hurst, like, I don't yeah. think that's going to make the the big difference on, on him going under. So I definitely like the over as well. I think this is a, uh, you know, he's one of the coolest looking guys on the field smoking Joe Burrow. So um, I, I, I think they're just, they're going to continue to be this powerhouse, this powerhouse offense, and they're going to continue to get better. And uh, I mean, you got to watch for the the Mixon thing. He's obviously not extremely happy, so maybe they aren't able to rely on him as much, and so they're going to keep slinging the ball. Am I making it up though, or is Cincinnati kind of getting slept on still? They're not. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where people expect them to be good. So does that mean that people are ignoring them because they expect them to be good, or they just don't? Like they're not really, I mean, again, Mixon notwithstanding, because obviously that news is all over the place. But when you talk about the best teams in the AFC, the obviously the Chiefs come to mind, the Bills come to mind, right? Front and center. But it always feels like even after that, like the, the Bengals are sort of, I don't know, fourth or fifth in line for, for people. And it just, I don't get it. Like they are a good young team and they should be more respected, in my opinion. The, no doubt. They're really good. I mean, I thought that they were going to take a step back last year after the Cinderella run kind of two years ago with when they were all in their second year. But they came right back for an encore and went to the AFC Championship and were right there to beat Mahomes and Kansas City once again after beating them in the regular season again. Um, yeah, man, if, 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 the, if the mayor in Cincinnati didn't run his mouth, they, they probably would have won. But, you know, he fired up uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. But 
man, I, I don't see this offense slowing down anytime soon. If there was going to be a regression year, it would have been last, and they were just as good, if not better. And they seem to get better and better throughout the year, too. I think nobody wants to get behind a team out of Ohio. I don't blame them, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think, I think there's it. a lot to that, uh, Jay yeah. Mark. Where everybody's just like, "Oh, they're the Bengals. They're they're going to come back to the pack." And yep, <laughs> I, I don't see it, man. They're they're fucking good. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see Joe Burrow getting to four thousand four hundred twenty-six yards. Yeah. So I will take the over as well. Uh, let's look at his touchdown total. Joe Burrow is set at. Uh, let me see. I, I think touchdowns ah rod there you go. I, can, There's, I can guess is it around 34 and a half or 35 and a half close it's 33 and a half 33 okay. and a half as far as touchdowns are concerned for joe burrow uh last season he had 35 the season before that he had 34 so again this number is sort of dead on as far as where it's at 30 uh, both sides are juiced at minus 110 another pick them in this category so uh yeah 33 and a half that's a lot of touchdowns I don't know if I'm if I'm I don't know where I lean Ryan convince me I you know I'm probably not going to convince you because I'm kind of on the fence as as well I think I think Burrow's going to be the guy that's kind of just steady year after year after year he's going to be around this 35 uh, 34 to 36 mark throughout his career I probably would lean to the over just because I think this team still has a chip on their shoulder, like you said. They're being slept on, and they still have not won the Super Bowl yet, unlike the Chiefs. True. And for the record, for most passing touchdowns, Joe Burrow is second behind Mahomes at plus 450. So um, read into that how you want. I, I, that over, to me, yeah. I was going to say, to me, that means I'm going to lean over. Yeah, that's probably a good call there. I'm looking through these odds right now, trying to see where he stacks as far as the over-under totals on this one. He has actually uh, the – yeah, he's, he's so he's 33-and-a-half. Nobody else really touches that. Um, we talked about Mahomes. So, yeah, he's the second highest as far as the over-under is concerned. So that kind of makes sense as far as him being second overall in that market. All right, fine. I'll take the over with you guys as well. I mean, 33-and-a-half. He gets he gets 36 this year, maybe 37. Uh, has a career year in touchdown passes. I'll take that. His uh, interception total, 12 and a half, is what it's set at minus 110 on either end. He has thrown at least 12 interceptions in the last two seasons, 14 the year before, 12 last year. So another number that's kind of dead on where it needs to be. Does he does he get over 12 and a half interceptions? Now we talked about. Uh, Mahomes taking a lot of chances. Burrow doesn't necessarily take a lot of chances, but appears he throws a lot of interceptions regardless. Yeah, I'll, I'll go under on this. Like you said, it's really his third full year now um, after the bad injury his rookie year. I think he's getting older and older. And if he does throw a 50-50 ball, he has two studs on the outside that can bail him out with, with what should be an interception but could not be, and all of a sudden Jamar Chase takes it to the house 70 yards like it did in New Orleans this last year. Yeah, I'm going to lean the under two. Uh, the books have him at plus 1,400. That's tied for fourth for most interceptions thrown, but I don't think he should be there with uh, guys like Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill. Like, I, I think Burrow's better than that, and I think he'll throw less interceptions in them. Yeah, again, like uh, like Ryan said, he's got some studs. I don't know that he can outthrow uh, anybody 
on that team right now. He's he's got yeah. uh, a lot of studs in there. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the under on this one as well. Uh, but really only because, I, like you said, I think he's matured a little bit. I think he's uh, I think he's figured out this this offense now. I think he's figured out how to how to compete in this league at a high level. So um, I think you'll see the interceptions go down. Uh, maybe even to under uh, single uh, under double digits for him. So, uh, all right, let's talk about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, his uh, or his throwing yards, rather his passing yards, set at forty three fifty and a half. Uh, over under on that one. So the under is at minus one fifteen. The over is at minus one hundred five. Last year threw for four thousand two hundred eighty three yards. Is this going to be a high-flying Buffalo Bills offense once again this year? And if so, is does Josh Allen benefit from it? I believe so. I know there's a lot of uh, drama going on with Diggs right now, but I also know that when Josh Allen went down around week 10 or whatever it was when he injured his elbow in, at the Meadowlands against the Jets, they were a completely different offense. They took a step back. I think if he's able to stay healthy, he kills this number. I always like taking the teams the year after they have all the hype. Like Josh Allen was no doubt the front runner for MVP last year. A little bit of a setback. I like the Bills and Josh Allen in a bounce back this year. I know Adam likes to hear that. <laughs> and it's it's important to keep Adam happy. Um, yeah. I like I like the over as well. Josh Allen sitting at plus eight hundred for most passing yards. That's intriguing to me. Me too. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, what if Mahomes does take that step back? Uh, the only one in between Mahomes and Allen is Justin Herbert, and Allen has every good every bit of a good arm as uh, Herbert does. In fact, I think he slings it a little bit more. He's got a stronger arm. So, um, yeah, I'm hitting the over here, and I'm intrigued by that most passing yards. Yeah, and 43.50 seems low for a guy that's had 45, 44, and then just shy of 43.50 the year before, and Ryan, like you said, he probably could have easily gotten there uh, had he had that extra game. So, yeah, it, it's just a matter of uh, three years in a row of doing it. Not much has changed, right, as far as that's concerned. And and now we know that the running game is, is weakened a little bit as well. Uh, so, and the running game has never been that strong anyways, let's face it. So, uh, yeah. definitely there on that. Um, all right, his uh, touchdown total, 32 and a half. The over set at even money plus 100. The under set at minus 120. Like I said, 32 and a half is his total. Last season passed for 35. He's passed for 36, 37, 20, and 10 in the years preceding. So this feels like a trap number. I think I'm taking the over on it. Yeah, I was going to say, and I, if I had to give out a lock, this probably would be it. I, I definitely on the over here. Not only did he miss the game because of the Damar Hamlin situation, but he was injured too. So it's it's kind of he still was able to muster out thirty five touchdowns. I think he's closer to where he was two three years ago this year because I think last year was a step back, and I anticipate the bounce back year in a positive direction for the Bills and Josh Allen. I like the over as well. My only concern would be that Josh Allen's passing touchdowns sometimes get vultured by Josh Allen's rushing touchdowns. Running, yeah. Um, that's, that's my only concern there, but he's plus 800 to have the most passing touchdowns, uh, or sorry, plus 500, another number that's intriguing. He's only behind Mahomes and Burrow there. Um, again, if, if we think Mahomes takes a little bit of a step back, even just a little bit, Mahomes or, uh, Allen was only six behind him last year. 
So you talk about that full game from DeMar Hamlin plus not having an injury. That seems like a good bet on somebody if you want a little bit longer odds for most passing touchdowns. Yeah, and again, with Josh Allen, you already know what you're going to get. You know, I, I love that we keep saying Mahomes. Like, it just the, the guy, his name just flows They're out. all the same. Yeah, it does at this point. <laughs> um, all right, interception total, 13.5 for Allen. The over at minus 120. The under at plus 100. He has thrown 14, 15, 10, 9, and 12 interceptions in his career. <sighs> this number, I'm probably not going to bet on this number because... As yeah. much as I want to say that it's under, uh, he'll come back and prove me wrong. So I, I, I'll stay away from this one. I would probably lean under, but like we kind of talked about with Mahomes, Allen takes a lot of chances. He's not he's not a conservative quarterback at all. That's the last word I would describe him and Mahomes. So I probably would lean under just because I think he's going to have a really good year, but he does force the ball and he likes to push the ball downfield. Yeah, um, couldn't find myself to get off a of mute, but uh, and then Ryan just leaves. And then Ryan jumps <laughs> off. Good job, Ryan. The thing, the thing here about Allen, he's tied with only Dak Prescott for most interceptions thrown at plus one thousand through fourteen last year. And when you look at that compared to, let's say, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins threw 14. Kirk Cousins threw the ball 643 times. Josh Allen only 567. So less attempts, but the same amount of interceptions. He takes a lot of risks. There's sometimes you watch him make throws and you're like, gosh, that's got to be one of the best, if not the best and strongest arms in the NFL. And then there's other times you go, was that really Josh Allen that just threw that? Did they put the backup in his uniform? What just happened? Because he makes some really boneheaded mistakes when he's trying to force the ball. So I think I would lean over here. Uh, I would be hesitant about betting it, but uh, definitely would lean the over. However, for most touchdowns at the plus 1,000, I'm not going to take that. I think there's going to be some quarterbacks out there that do worse. Well, absolutely. And and honestly, with, with Josh Allen too, it's – like I said, we know what you're going to get, but he also knows it too. A lot like Mahomes, right? Where they, they love to, to show off their arm. They love to show off their talent and it works out for them a lot of times, but more often than not, it, it, you know, puts them in trouble. So, uh, love that. All right, let's keep this train moving. Justin Herbert next on the scene, Justin Herbert's passing totals, 45, uh, 44, rather 44, 50 and a half minus 110 on either end of that. Last season, he was at 47.39. The year before that, 5,014. year before that, 4,336. This number, to me, screams over. But then again, I don't know. It could be a trap. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what happened to my camera. It just blacked out. So hopefully uh, that's not a sign of things to come for the Bills and Josh Allen. Uh, I like. I really like Herbert here. Uh, because in comes Kellen Moore replacing Lombardi. I don't. I didn't get their offensive approach at all. I mean, you got a young stud. He's 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 got a cannon for an arm, just like Josh Allen. And all they did was just check the ball down nonstop, and it, it made no sense, especially with the receivers and the weapons on the outside with Allen and Williams. Add the guy uh, Johnson from TCU. I like. I honestly, I kind of really like Herbert this year. And I think he has a chance to win the MVP. So I'm definitely on all his overs. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I like the over. Um, Ryan's camera has also been celebrating Dan Snyder selling the commanders and it just blacked out. Um, <laughs> he might be trying to hack me. He's, he's trying to get yeah. he's trying to get my information because, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is this a good jackass that's been saying all these things about me? Yes, I am. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> right. Um, no, I like Herbert a lot as well. I like the over. He is plus 650 for most passing yards, the second to Patrick Mahomes. And I know we don't always attribute stats to fantasy football, but I will say all the buzz in fantasy football is that Herbert's being slept on, and a lot of people think he's going to finish better than guys like Joe Burrow. We were sitting here singing Joe Burrow's praises, so how can you not sing Justin Herbert's praises? The lower number from last year I don't think I get because I know Williams and Allen do have some injury struggles here and there, but like you said, they add Quentin Johnson. The only thing I can think of is if they think Austin Eckler is that unhappy playing in the last year of his contract, but I, I still like the over here. I think I think Herbert's going to do very well this year. I concur. Well, then let's talk about his touchdowns. If he's going to go over a lot of it over or under for him is set at 29 and a half, 110 on either end. We already know Ryan's going over uh, last season. He threw for 25 touchdowns year before that 38 year before that 31. I mean, it seems like a number that he can reach the, the 20. What do I say? 29 and a half is, is something yeah. I think he can reach. I, this is another lock for me where I'm going to, I'm going to play the the positive regression game. That's a huge drop from 38 to 25. You're bringing Kellen Moore. He's going to push the ball downfield. We saw what he did with Dak. Uh, he might take some more chances. You might want to take over on his interceptions because he's going to be taking more chances as well. So I know we'll get to interceptions. I'm jumping the gun. I'm out of order, just like my camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's another excellent point, though. I think Kellen Moore is one of the better offensive coordinators in the league. Um, I, so I'm somewhat biased because I am a big Boise State fan. Sorry, Rod. But uh, <laughs> but I've liked him since his Boise State days, and I think he's a great coordinator. And I think he will uh, help Herbert just take that next step forward. And that's that's saying a lot because Herbert is al already a good quarterback. I mean, he's already there. So another step forward is going to be something to see. I mean, I can set aside my feelings for Kellen Moore and what he did to my Fresno State Bulldogs all those years. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, I think you're right. And, and you know, for, for Herbert, he's another one of those guys, the a la Joe Burrow, where it's just kind of like, like you said, everybody's sleeping on Burrow. Everybody's sleeping on Herbert. It's it's Mahomes. It's Allen. Those are the flashy names in this in this thing. And you know when you start getting down into into this range, people are like, oh yeah, you know it's 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 Herbert. It's it's Burrow. So yeah, uh, interception total for this. You said maybe try to look at the over. Uh, his interception total is uh, ten and a half minus one ten either end. He threw ten. Last year, 15 the year before that, 10 the year before that. So uh, this number is kind of set right where I think it needs to be. I'm staying away from it, though. Yeah, as, as high as I am on Herbert, like I said, with the other points on being over on the passing touchdowns and passing yards, I probably would look to the over for interceptions just with a higher volume of downfield throws. So probably on the over on his interceptions, too. He's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm staying away from it as well. But if you think Dak's interceptions from last year aren't all Dak and are part of the offensive scheme, then Justin Herbert's sitting at plus 3,000 to lead the league in interceptions. Kind of like that's kind of juicy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, they're all Dak, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, uh, all right, let's move on to Ryan's favorite guy right now, and that's Trevor Lawrence. He's all in on the hype train for the Jaguars. Uh, Trevor's number set at 3,975 and a half. The over on this is at minus 105. The under is at minus 115. Trevor Lawrence has thrown for 4,113 yards last season and 3,641 yards in his rookie season. So will Trevor Lawrence be closer to 4,000 yards this season uh, in passing yards? And will he get there again? I believe so. And the same narrative, like we talked about in previous episodes, you look at the trajectory of Carson Wentz from year number one with Doug Peterson to year number two, took off completely. Hell, Peterson's the only guy that's been able to figure out Carson Wentz. And we see saw what happened. He takes over Trevor Lawrence, who has broken his rookie year. And the second half of the year, outside of Mahomes and Burrow, Trevor Lawrence was a fringe top five quarterback last year. So, um, yeah, I'm on the over. I and You know me. I, I love me some Trevor Lawrence this year. Yeah, I think that um, that train they had rolling in the second half of last season is going to keep going. Yeah. So I definitely like the over. And for my kind of like underdog pick here for top passing yards, Trevor Lawrence plus 2,200 to lead the league in passing yards. They add Calvin Ridley. He's going to keep getting better. That offense is going to keep gelling even better. Um, I really like that one at plus 2,200. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, see, this is why underdogs uh, amazing for us lately is they've been able to give us because this is like the first year that they're really stepping up their game like that. So uh, a lot of fun to try to get into those markets as well. Uh, yeah, give me the over again. I think th- this Jaguars team is going to take a huge step forward. Um, I'll buy the hype. I'll, I'll parrot all everybody else and saying that this is going to be a good team this year. So give me that uh, Trevor Lawrence's touchdown total. 26 and a half. The over is at plus 100. The under is at minus 120. Trevor Lawrence has thrown eight touchdowns last season, 17 the year before. I'm sorry, the 25 touchdowns. I was looking at his interception. 25 touchdowns uh, last year, 12 the year before. So he hasn't hit this mark yet in his career. Can he hit it this year? Would you say it was again 20? 26 and a half. 26 and a half. Yeah. The same trajectory. And J. Mark makes a great point. The team that they're probably going to be competing with in the division the most is the Tennessee Titans because, and people are starting to like them more because they got DeAndre Hopkins. But you can make the argument that Jacksonville basically added a free agent wide receiver as well with Calvin Ridley sitting out last year with the gambling suspension, looking at what Ridley had or did while he had a guy that was able to throw the ball downfield like Matt Ryan before he uh, ran into father time. He was uh, basically was nine or 10 touchdowns every year. Uh, just adding that piece, I think Trevor Lawrence, another red zone target. I like the over big time here. How dare you say that about your future quarterback for the commanders fa- <laughs> ran into father time. <laughs> Who are I had the to say it because Nick wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely like the over here too. Same reasoning. I just think that they're going to continue to take that step forward. Adding Ridley was huge. Um, I know preseason stuff, it's all smoke and mirrors of what stories are just bullshit, which ones can you really buy into, but um, everything coming out of the Jaguars is that Ridley is the real deal. He's the best athlete on the field, best receiver on the field, and um, 
you saw what Trevor Lawrence was able to do last year. So then you add that piece. I just think he's going to continue to get better. Yes, sir. I concur. Well, speaking of getting better, that means throwing less interceptions. Trevor Lawrence's uh, number set at 10 and a half minus 110 either way. Last year, only threw eight interceptions. This time I, I was looking at the right tab. And then, of course, 17 in his rookie season. That's a huge jump down. Can he continue to stay under double digits this year? What do you think? I think so. And, you know, it's ironic. Like, he threw eight last year, but six out of the eight were all before November 1st. And right after that bye, right after that embarrassing loss to uh, Russell Wilson after he was doing the high knees in the aisle uh, out there in London, that's when they really got hot, and it was because he started taking care of the ball. I think it keeps maturing. I'll go under in my uh, continued narrative that Trevor Lawrence is an MVP candidate this year. I like the under as well. I think you have to throw out the the data sample we have from his rookie year with Urban Meyer because that was just – it was a shit show all across the board. Um, and then kind of coming off of that in his sophomore season, if you look back to when he played in college for Clemson, I mean, he was a very accurate passer. He did not make a lot of dumb mistakes, and I think he continues with that um, as he continues to grow in the NFL. Yeah, he'll definitely be good. And and 10 interceptions for that offense, too, because they do like to run the ball. And so they do like to give their running backs opportunities to carry. I think he's going to take better care of the ball, like you said. So, yeah, give me the under on that one. But barely. I mean, it probably like nine. I, I, I will make a note about Trevor Lawrence. He did throw four interceptions in the playoffs, so. But then came back with four touchdowns. So I, I that was one of the weirder games. I just was looking back at it. I was like, wait, how do you only have eight when he had four in the playoff game? But I remember that they don't include the playoff interceptions. Very true. Uh, all right, let's get to your favorite player. We'll, we'll talk about Dak Prescott. Let's uh, let's set up Dak Prescott's season for everybody. I thought you were going to say Justin Fields. Uh, well, no, I'll, I'll get to Justin <laughs> Fields. We got to get to Justin Fields for you. Uh, but no, so Dak Prescott. His over-under is set at 4,000 and a half. The over is at plus 100. The under is at minus 120. He threw for 2,860 yards, but obviously only played 12 games. This is a huge number. 4,000 yards is a huge number for Dak Prescott. Uh, and I get I get the talent. I really do. I understand that, you know, it's Dak Prescott and, and everybody's hype on him. Uh, 4,449 yards in 2021. 4,902 yards before that, but that's only, they all, that's, he's only done that twice. So uh, always fresh, never soggy says came in just in time for my Cowboys. Yes, you did my friend. Uh, so can he reach 4,000 yards after a very low output? I mean, again, he was coming off of a 4,449 yard season the year or the year before that, but I don't know, Ryan, 4,000 yards. Can he get there? No. Uh, yeah, you came in just in time for me to uh, give out the under. And it's not even a jab at Dak. I think with Kellen Moore going to L.A., McCarthy's already said he's going to run the ball, and I'm not really high on McCarthy as a play caller. Remember, before LaFleur got to Green Bay, everybody was basically riding off Aaron Rodgers, and a lot of it was due to the way Mike McCarthy's offense was running at the tail end of his tenure in Green Bay. I think they more they want to attack the, the ground game more this year in Dallas. And maybe that benefits their team, honestly, in the long run. I think the less Dak throws, the better at times for Dallas. I really want to say no. I really want to say under. But I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball as much. 
I th- I know Zeke was pretty inefficient last year, but he still had a lot of carries in that offense. So I don't think you can just translate to giving those all to Pollard. And if you do, I think he gets injured if you put the load on him with that many carries. So I think they're going to have to pass the ball. Now, I'm not super excited about their receiving weapons outside of C.D. Lamb. I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to make that big of a difference. I think he's kind of on the tail end and declining, but I, I think I'm just going to take the over here. I hate to say it, but I'm taking the over for passing yards because I think the Cowboys are going to have to pass the ball. And honestly, here's the thing too. Pollard is a good pass catching back anyways. So yeah. if he gets the opportunity to, to catch a few of those swing passes, he can, he can break some and make Dak look a lot better on the stat sheet than necessarily a deep pass to CD lamb or Brandon cooks or anything like that. So uh, Pollard does have that potential, but I still think 4,000 is a pretty ominous number. I don't know that they're going to be able to hit that. I mean, it's not to say that he won't get 3,500, 3,600, maybe 3,700, but 4,000 is a lot. And I, I just, yeah, like I said, I don't think he's going to get there. Um, let's take a look at his touchdown total 26 and a half. The over is at plus 100. The under is at minus 120. 23 last year. Obviously, we said that was in 12 games. Uh, 37 the year before that. Nine the year before that in five games. 30 the year before that. 22, 22, 23. The books are starting. They're putting a they're putting a pretty high price out there for for Dak Prescott. Uh, but they do seem to think that the under is going to hit on this one. Like I said, juice that at minus 120. So, what say you, Ryan? This is a weird number because if he stays healthy. He probably will go over, but I don't trust him to stay healthy either. He's only getting older. He has missed multiple games in the last two out of the three last seasons. Um, Obviously, everybody remembers a horrific uh, broken leg, ankle, and last year, the the thumb injury. I'm going to go, I'm going to lean to the under, but I don't really have a good feel. And like uh, our guy in the chat, always fresh, never soggy Dallas Cowboy fan. um, They're going to run the ball more. So I'll probably lean to the under. Yeah, as much as I think they're going to pass more, I think they're going to run inside the red zone. So uh, I'll take the under with you there. Yeah, I'll take the under as well. It's just tough. 26 and a half is a lot of touchdowns for a team like the Cowboys, like you said, that likes to run the ball in the red zone and and take away. And, and even Dak. Dak will tuck it in anymore and run, which is why he gets hurt more than he doesn't. So, uh, I, yeah, definitely take the under on that one as well. Interception total, 11 and a half for Dak. The over juiced at minus 120. The under at plus money at plus 100. Interceptions for Dak over the seasons, 15 last year. Uh, again, in 12 games. 10 <laughs> yeah. the year before that, or the year before that, 11, 8, 13, and 4. 15 in 12 games. That's a lot of interceptions. Does he get 12 this year? Although he, um, they're going to pass less. The fact when he opened up his mouth and said he guarantees that he's going to have 10 or less over the 11 and a half. This is what the Cowboys do. Whenever they talk, it's uh, the opposite. So I will go over on that. Yeah. When are these guys going to learn that when you guarantee something, it never happens? (laughs) Never. So I'm taking the over. He also is leading the market for most quarterback interceptions in the league at plus 1000 tied with Josh Allen. I feel much more confident at taking Dak Prescott at the plus 1000 than Josh Allen. Okay. So I misspoke as far as the odds are concerned. It was 12 and a half. Does that change your mind at all? (laughs) The over is at plus 105. But but I do think he's closer (laughs) to 
13 ish. I think, I think he kind of splits the difference. Although he had 15 in 12 games. It wasn't like 15 in the whole season. He even missed five games and still went for 15. So yeah, I'll still lean to the over. All right, good. That, that makes me feel better. Cause I was, uh, my eyes were drifting somewhere else. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's talk about a couple more here. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson's odds for passing uh, yards is at 3,500 and a half. The over set at plus 100, the under set at minus 120. Lamar Jackson last year threw for 2,242 yards, obviously only in 12 games as well. So we talk about the Baltimore Ravens wanting to throw the ball more this year and not be a triple headed uh, running attack or a triple, uh, triple option offense. Yeah. But do you buy it? That's the question. Oh, man, this goes back to my hurts. I probably leaned to the under just because I can't trust him to stay healthy. He hasn't done it since 2018, played all the games, and he's not getting any younger. So I'll probably lean to the under, but it's not just – I I know they're going to throw it more, but I can't trust his health. Yeah, I feel like there's been multiple years where they said, oh, we're going to throw it more, Lamar's going to pass the ball more, and it never really seems to happen. They still run the shit out of the ball. Um, And I'm also on a fatal Lamar. I think that he has become, unfortunately, an injury-prone quarterback, and as much as he does run, that's just going to continue. So I'm fading him in in everything as far as touchdowns, yards, um, even interceptions, because I don't think he's going to be on the field. And I can't really even see where they get this number from. I mean, even if he was healthy in the other games, the five games that he we missed last year, would he get? He wouldn't even get to. I mean, he'd need thirteen hundred more yards to to in those, and he's not getting thirteen hundred yards in those games. So it's 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 a matter of I, he he's not even been close to thirty five. The closest he got was that twenty nineteen season where he had three thousand one hundred twenty seven yards. Since then, two thousand seven fifty seven, two thousand eight eighty two. 2002-42. So, like, there's just no – nothing tells me that he's going to get close to that this year. Yeah, I, I actually – the more and more I look at it, the more I like it. And when they get into November and December, they're not going to be saying – and they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in a physical-ass game once again. They're not going to be going, oh, we got we promised Lamar we would throw the ball board. They're going to be like, no, we need to win this damn game so we can get in the playoffs. So, when they're playing the Bengals and Steelers and Browns, and they're killing each other, they're going to go back to their bread and butter of running the football, in my opinion. Agreed. 100% agree. And not to derail the conversation from Lamar Jackson, as much as I love talking about Lamar. Um, I just got a notification <laughs> that Brock Purdy, who underwent offseason elbow surgery, has been cleared without restriction to start training camp. Let's- Go! <laughs> that's why that's yeah that's why i saw his odds shoot up and i go man brock purdy's like high up on leading the pass or uh where i just saw him he was uh, where'd it go they probably took it down because it just went uh <laughs> visual. damn books hey they get smart man but let's go i very rarely get this animated on podcasts but I- i'm telling you right <laughs> now that that makes me excited because this means that the quarterback controversy is over brock purdy's got this 40 to 1 to lead uh the league in touchdowns. There there he is. And then 70 to 1 to lead the league in passing rod. Okay, I don't know if I get that excited about it. I just <laughs> wanted to win some damn games for the Niners. Let's take it that way. Yeah, they're uh, still going to run the ball, but I yeah. think I think um you're probably very happy. You don't have to wonder if it's going to be Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. 
I hey, listen, I would I would stomach Trey Lance, but Sam Darnold, please. If it was if it was Sam Darnold, then I would have to pick a new team. I just I would have to do it at least for a season. <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> back to Lamar Jackson. Well, and listen, we don't think Odell Beckham's going to give him another 700 yards uh, in this, no? Okay. Is he going to stay healthy? <laughs> he's going to even play the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's uh, going to get injured from a kicking net. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bring back Ocho Cinco. Uh, Lamar Jackson, passing touchdowns, 23 and a half. Both of these sides set at minus 110. Uh, 17, 16, 26, 36, 6. His passing touchdown totals over the last part of his career. You'll notice that I only said more than the number is set out once. Uh, well, twice, I guess the 26 and the and the 36. But um, the last couple of seasons have not even come close. Again, what are we doing? I'm t- got to take the under on this one, right? Yeah, uh, another under for me. And I think also I, I, people have made the narrative out to be that the offense was the issue his health was the issue. Like he couldn't stay on the field. So I don't see him staying healthy again under. Agreed. And, and no offense to Lamar. I mean, he's a decent quarterback, but besides being an electric runner, how many times do we sit back and be like, Oh, he's one of the better passers in the league. We, we no. don't. Yeah. So it, these passing props, like whether he's healthy or not, I don't, I don't like them. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big on it either. And again, only because like and like Ryan said, too, I mean, a lot of times you say, well, injury is always a risk. Yeah, it is. But with some players, it's it's more of a risk. And this is one of those. So if he gets hurt, all your props are going down the drain if you took the over. So don't do it. Don't fall into the trap. Um, His interception total is set right now at uh, nine and a half minus one ten. Either way, he has only thrown over nine interceptions once in his career. He's thrown exactly nine in 2020. He threw 13 in 2021. Obviously last year, seven. He was approaching that number in 12 games. I'm probably not going to take this one either way, but I guess if I were to lean, I'd lean over uh, just because if he does throw up to Odell Beckham and Odell Beckham decides he wants to give up on the ball, uh, that's going the other way. I probably would go under as well. Just back to the health thing. Um, but, uh, but he, uh, he did go way over this in just 2021 where he threw 13 interceptions in 12 games and now they're going to throw the ball more. Maybe he is exposed a little bit and it goes over, but I'm staying away from his interception props. Agreed. If I was going to take one, it'd be under just cause I don't think he'll be on the field the whole time. No, I think we're all in agreement on that one. And uh, it's sad because, you know, when he is on the field, he's one of the better players in the league and. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, and he just got paid too. So, like, is the incentive there now to take that risk to try to get that extended contract? Not to say that it does. You know, I'm saying I, I know they're like, oh, Rod, everybody plays hard all the time. Yeah, I get it. But if you know that you're about to get paid, don't you put a little more effort into it? And then once you get it, you're like, okay, I'm good. Like, maybe I don't need that extra yard. You know, not to say that you let up, but mentally, you start to thinking, is my career worth this extra yard? Is my whole extra yard? Yeah, and you know, back to the running back situation where these guys aren't getting paid because it's supply and demand. I wonder if we start seeing this more and more. We saw the Lamar thing drag out. Quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson that rely so much on their legs and they take hit after hit, they wear down quicker. 
I wonder if they'll start having more and more contract issues going forward just because these organizations can't trust him to stay on the field. It's not personal. We all know he's a great talent, but I mean, when you're running an NFL franchise, you got to make the best decision for all 53 players, not just one. Not to mention when he did get injured and Tyler Huntley stepped in. Yeah, he's not Lamar, but the offense really didn't take that much of a step back because that's another guy that can just run the ball. He ran the ball well. He he passed decent enough. I mean, so, yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's like any 49ers quarterback saying that they need more money because <laughs> they're, you know, uh, they're, they're the key. They're the linchpin of the offense. We all know that that's not true. Um, all right, let's do two more. Let's break down two more, and I will give Justin the floor for a Justin Fields uh, highlight. Justin Fields passing yards at 28. 50 and a half the over set at minus 105 the under set at 115 22 42 was his total last year in 15 games we're expecting him to take a step up are we i know justin is so uh, justin are we touching this over under and and what side of the fence are you on i'm on the over um i hate that he came out and said he was going to break the uh bears passing drought of not having a passer over 4,000 yards um, that might be a, a little uh, ambitious to get over 4,000 yards, especially when he runs so well. But I think they've done enough on the offensive line. It's not the best offensive line in the league by far, but I think they did enough. And then adding uh, DJ Moore is huge. They have two tight ends that are capable in Cole Komet and Robert Tunyon. I just think that they've done enough to help him. And this is a make or break year, I feel like, for Fields. This is going to be really where you see is he going to be able to be the franchise quarterback we all know he can run and has just a a crazy ability when he takes off now can he prove it that he can pass as well like he did at ohio state uh man jay mark said hey me i'm on the under like you said he kind of put the target on his back um and but but I kind of view him like a, a younger Lamar, too, where maybe the Bears are going to have to decide whether they want to pay somebody that takes as many hits. I mean, hell, he had 160 carries last year. That's like a, yeah. that, that's, that's a running back's load. So I just think – I don't think he's going to stop passing. As soon as that pocket pl- uh, collapses, he's going to take off and run. And that's why he's one of the more entertaining guys in the NFL. He's one of the more electric guys when he breaks those 50, 60-yard runs. Uh, I'll be on his uh, underpassing again and his over on rushing. Well, the hope is that the pocket does not collapse as often that is this true. year. <laughs> <laughs> that's ideal. That, that right. that's on pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know if I'm comfortable giving him another almost close to 600 yards in that. I mean, that's that's a lot per game to to have to try to make up. So I don't know. I I don't know. I I lean under, but. Not by much. I think he could get to 26. I think he could get even to 27 possibly, but feels like 28, a little over 28 might be a little too much, a little too rich for my blood. Guys, 600 yards. That's 50 a game if he only plays 12 games and they added DJ Moore. <laughs> I, I, that, I was going to say that too. I'm worried about his health. Just say if, yeah. he's, if he's getting 160 carries again back to back and he had, what, 80 his rookie year, that's a lot. Of, he's taking a lot of hits all of a sudden. He's not the biggest of guys. He's solid, but yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, all right. Touchdown total 18 and a half. The over at plus 110, the under at minus 130. Last year, he threw 17. The year before that, obviously, threw seven in his rookie year. 
Does he get to 18 this year? Does he get to 19 this year? Jay Mark, you, you want, want me to take go it? first? Yeah, he gets, you, you, you take the Bears. He gets to 24 this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to save that so we can clip it at the end of the year when he hits yeah. six. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, to damn 24. It, we went this- three of 14 again. <laughs> right. um, I think DJ Moore. Uh, adding him is going to be big. I think even Robert Tunyon as another uh, tight end threat that is a red zone threat there is going to be big for them. And um, yeah, I I think he's just going to keep ascending this year. I think this is his, uh, you know, I've talked about it before, Josh Allen getting Stephon Diggs, Jalen Hurts getting A.J. Brown. I think D.J. Moore is that for fields um, on paper. I hope it all comes together like I obviously would like it to. We'll see, but as a hopeful fan, I'm taking the over. I may lean to the over on this one just because I, I thought, like you said, the offensive line was, was not very good last year, even though they probably exceeded expectations going into the year. Um, but they added weapons around DJ Moore. You mentioned it, uh, clay pulls back. I, I think I like, I like the over on touchdowns, but under on the passing yards. Yeah, if he can get it done with what he got it done last year to get 17, I think you're right. DJ Moore more than gets a couple more out of this uh, this quarterback. I mean, again, it wasn't like it was a, a hit parade of, of people last year that was catching anything for him. Uh, but Cole Komet had seven, right? Dante Pettis had three. Darnell Mooney had two. I mean, he made 17 touchdowns look like he had an all-star wide receiving uh, core when, he, in fact, he had his tight end. So I definitely think that more than uh, more than he had last year is, is feasible for him. And 19 is a reachable number. Uh, his interceptions at 10 and a half is set minus 110. Either way, he's thrown 10 interceptions and 11 interceptions in his season. <laughs> this is a number that's set dead on. I don't know which yeah. side, Justin, you're leaning on. <laughs> mm. He's going to throw the ball more, and that sometimes is going to equal more turnovers. As much as I don't want to take the over, I'm going to be realistic here and say that I probably lean the over on this one. Yeah, no, the reason I'm laughing is because you said 10 and a half, and he threw 10 his first year and 11 his second year, split it right down the middle. I have no idea, to be honest. Probably would lean under just because he could get banged up. I don't know. I have no idea on his interceptions. I'm not touching his interception, yeah. so I'll, I'll leave it at that. If you guys want to, you can. It's on you. That's a lot of money to tie up, though. That's a lot of yeah. that's something to tie up on something that could very easily uh, bite you in the ass either way. So, um, all right, one more, and this is this is uh, Justin's favorite guy. Aaron Rodgers. I knew you were going to include I'm him gonna, last. <laughs> had to take him last. We we talked a little bit about him before we even cracked the mics open, and uh, we're all sort of in in. Uh, we're all sort of in agreement that Aaron Rodgers is just, I don't know. We don't know what to do with him this year, but his passing yard set at 39 50 and a half minus one ten. either way. I mean, last season, obviously you can't really say anything 36 95 with the Packers. You know, he's a perennial 4,000 yard passer, but can he even get there with the jets this year? Uh, I don't think so. I think this is an easy under, to be honest. I think we just saw with with younger weapons on the outside, it takes him a minute to get patient. They got better as uh, as they went along. 
but I think they're going to struggle early and then get better as, as they go later in the year. I think actually if he does stay in New York two years, the second year will be the better of the two, but too much hype, too much drama. I mean, he, you can't get this guy out of the spotlight, unfortunately, right now. It's everywhere you look. It's Aaron Rodgers. So I'm on the under. I, yeah. I like the under as well. Um, I know they brought in Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, two of his BFFs. I get that. But I don't think those are going to be the guys that are demanding. Maybe Lazard, but you know that's going to be Garrett Wilson who's demanding the the wide receiver one spot there. And Rodgers does take a while to get acclimated to new people. Now he's got basically a whole new team of new people, whether that's linemen, tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, everything. And so I think it is going to take him a while uh, to find his rhythm. And I'm also of belief, and call it bias if you want, I'm of belief that the Jets should have never paid what they paid for Aaron Rodgers. He's on the decline in his career. It happens to quarterbacks after they've played 15, 16 years, whatever. And that he just doesn't have what he used to have anymore. So I, I like the under a lot here. As a counterpoint, between the Frankenstein of all of the quarterbacks that the Jets used last season – They all accounted for 4,040 yards. Zach Wilson had 1688. Joe Flacco even had 1,000 himself, 1,051. And Mike White had 1,192. Use that information as you will. I'm just saying. In in week three or four, I think it was, Joe Flacco was leading the league in passing. (laughs) I do remember that. And another thing I – think that's underrated about Aaron Rodgers and why I think he wanted to go to the Jets is because of how good their defense is. I think he's going to play a more Peyton Manning game manager role de- uh, at the when he went to Denver and he knows he could just trust his defense. I, th- I could see him having no issue running the football, being more conservative because he wants to win another ring this late in his career, or at least I think he does. I, who knows? He may not even know what he wants. <laughs> that you is know- a good point, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I, I'm actually going to go over on this. I don't know. Clip this one when he throws for five yards, and and I'm done. Uh, <laughs> the, you're button. Hang on. Rod's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been canceled. <laughs> I, no, I just I'm going to go contrarian. I'm going to go over. I think he does at least hit four thousand yards this year, uh, and maybe just barely four thousand yards. But uh, I think I think he is as good as the three-headed monster that was uh, Flacco, Wilson, and White last year. So uh, if they can do it with the skeleton crew that they had, I think he can do it this year. Um, all right, Aaron Rodgers, touchdown total, 28 and a half. Obviously, like I said, uh, he was with the Packers, so you can't really count anything. 26, 37, 48, 26, 25, 16, 40. This isn't a number that he's actually hit a lot. So even with uh, uh, him being with the Packers 28 and a half seems like it's going to be a little bit tough for him to get. So uh, what do you think? The number does seem a little low. I'll lean to the under kind of reeks a little bit that it's only 26 and a half when he's gone over this a bunch um, in his career. I know he's getting older, so I'll lean to the under. I, I like the under as well. Um, I, I think they are committed to the run. I mean, this jets team ran the ball pretty well even after Brees Hall got hurt last year, they ran the ball fairly well, and I think they stick to that. I think it fits 
kind of the scheme they're building there of that tough defense, run the ball, grind it out. So whether they have Rodgers or not, I don't think they should change that if they want to continue to kind of have some success. Yeah, and that three-headed monster of quarterbacks that we talked about through 15 touchdowns uh, in that span as well. And in fact, uh, it was Braxton Berrios that threw one of those. So uh, can't even count that one. So 14, 14 total passing touchdowns for the quarterbacks last season. I'm taking the under on this one as well. Let's talk about interception total, nine and a half, very conservative number, minus 110 on either half. For perspective, 14 interceptions thrown by Jets quarterbacks last season. Obviously, not Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers still threw 12 interceptions himself uh, last season, the most by far in the past, what, since 2010 when he threw 11. So he's not prone to turn the ball over, but last year was a pretty big year for him turning the ball over. Does he get to double digits this year? Uh, no, I'm on the under. I, I, like I said, I think he's at the point in his career where if he doesn't have it, like Brady did, he'll just throw it away. He don't give a shit. Um, I, he threw 12 last year, which was weird because in the four years prior to that, he combined for 15 and he, he, he was lighting it up at the same time then. But I also just think he's more at a conservative game manager role. Um, this late in his career. So I'll go under interceptions. I can see it now by week seven when he throws his uh, 11th interception. He's yelling at Wilson, like, you didn't run the right routes, and they're getting flustered with each other. Um, so just just because I love that narrative, I'm taking the over. Now, don't trust that narrative. It's totally biased, but I'm taking it anyways. When Zach Wilson comes and taps him on the shoulder, and he almost gets <laughs> clocked because Aaron was like, no, I'm not coming out of this game. And like, the coach told me to come get you, and he's like, No. Like a like a bat like a reliever like a, a a starting pitcher that doesn't want to come off the mound. Get out of here, kid! No doubt. Uh, all right, I think we've well and thoroughly. Ex- I mean, we could have gone through all thirty-two, but you'd be here for five hours. And as much as you love listening to us, I'm sure you got other things to take care of today. So we will release you from our grasp. But uh, hopefully, we've we've covered enough to give you guys an opportunity to go out and find some good markets that you want to bet on. Uh, of course, we'll continue to do this throughout the rest of the season, but. Uh, yeah, I think we're coming back with uh, running backs or wide receiver totals. I don't think we've completely figured it out, but we'll get there for sure. Yeah, and then we'll be at division previews uh, before we know it, man. It, uh, the training camp is here, baby. Let's go. Two dog bets I want to throw out real quick while we're talking about quarterbacks. Lead the league in passing touchdowns, Geno Smith, plus 3,000. A lot of people think he'll naturally regress, um, but they added Jackson Smith and Jigba for a reason. And then most interceptions in the league, that's always an interesting one because you got to think like who's going to have the most slack, right? Who can keep throwing interceptions and not get thrown out? The Colts have said they really want AR-15 on the field sooner rather than later. He's at plus 5,000. Um, threw a lot of interceptions in college. He was a polarizing player. I know he runs very well, but let's say he's trying to force that ball down the field. I like the, the plus 5,000. Those are some good odds. That's juicy. Clip that one for when it hits. <laughs> That's uh, right. All right. Well, as we wrap it up then, Ryan and then Justin, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you guys on social media? Yeah, at Moneyline underscore Mac. Uh, go check us out on the college football experience as well, man. We got football coming all year round, man, between the NFL and college football. Thank God it's back. I'm tired of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow me at jmark football check out old-fashioned football tonight we're going top 10 fantasy football quarterbacks 
by their auction price. So it's not just like, oh, Mahomes is obviously number one. It's is Mahomes number one when you have to spend $47 of your $200 budget for him. I'm going to say lot. no, but that's just because I don't <laughs> like to spend that much. I'm with spoiler, Miranda. He's not on my top. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Miranda. I don't I don't enjoy spending that much money on a quarterback. So you can tell yeah. her I'm with you on that camp. So <laughs> Uh, that's right. Find me on X at RJ via Gomez link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media for NASCAR and then check out my women's world cup videos on odds shopper. Been having some fun breaking down that. So, uh, yeah, check it out there. We'll see you and guys check, and check them out in the movie bottle shock. Uh, yes, that too. Uh, and, and a couple of cameos in, uh, I almost got away with it as a bartender, a surgeon, and uh, and the dude that catches the guy, they almost got away with it. A lot of fun. My, my little short-lived acting career uh, was, was out there on YouTube, so find that as well. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next time for more uh, off-season yammer and stammer. So until then, everybody have some fun and let it ride.